Make Life Delicious, the podcast, is more than the food we eat. It's what else in life that makes us feel, be, and act delicious. We'll have conversations about real life, its messiness, and the things we can't live without. The ups, the downs, and the things we do on the daily to maintain our health, strength, and our balance. We'll talk about the unconventional wisdom and the alternative practices used in raising families, from healing to sex, because life's juicy. We are so excited and so ready to share how we make life delicious every day and how you can too. This is a Soul Fire production. Are you ready to start confidently cooking wholesome, healthy, and colorful meals in your kitchen? But most days you feel overwhelmed by where to start? Not to worry. Megs and I are here to help you learn the essentials, build a foundation, and spark joy in the kitchen. Curry Girls Kitchen's Reset program is a step-by-step guide designed specifically for you. Discover the foods that work best in your body, learn to cook vibrant recipes, and build confidence in your kitchen. Our new self-guided seven-day reset program includes an ebook and has everything that you need to get started to reboot your life and feel your absolute best. Head on over to currygirlskitchen.com or follow the link in today's show notes. Welcome to Make Life Delicious. Meg and I are over the moon to introduce you to today's guest, Dr. Apostolos Lekos, founder and owner of Bios Functional Medicine, located here in Santa Monica, California. Dr. Lekos has a unique outside-of-the-box perspective as a functional medical doctor when it comes to healing and health. His comprehensive, state-of-the-art medical approach combines cutting-edge testing with in-depth analysis of each patient's mind, body, and spirit. This enables him to create a customized restorative treatment plan exclusively tailored for each patient. I'll never forget my first hour, two-hour intake, just listening and gathering information. It was unbelievable. Dr. Lekos is not only board certified in Western and functional medicine, as well as emergency medicine, he went on to earn his master's in metabolic and nutritional medicine, advanced anti-aging, regenerative and stem cell training, and is a leader in regenerative therapy. Dr. Lekos treats people with autoimmune disease, digestive disturbances, fatigue, hormonal imbalances, weight loss, resistance, you name it, all those like mysterious chronic symptoms. And Meg and I are even blessed that we can call him our functional medicine doctor. Dude, you have (laughs) so much knowledge. (laughs) Like crazy. (laughs) That's crazy. I was like, wow. I mean, okay. I know that's weird. Yeah, (laughs) you take it all in and you go, wow, that's me. Like I have all that shit in my head. So welcome. Welcome, Dr. Lekos. What a (laughs) gift it is to have you on our podcast. Likewise. And man, what a treat for everyone out there listening. Grab your note yeah, pads and pens pen and because we're here and there's going to be a lot of good juicy stuff happening. So, <laughs> Yeah. Thank you so much for coming here. I mean, Lekos really changed my life. Like everything when I, when Kelly first introduced us to you, I was struggling with so many, like so many others, these chronic issues as somebody that, you know, we live very healthy lives, but even still you're thinking you're feeding yourself well, you're taking care of yourself, you're doing all these things, but you're still feeling chronic fatigue or you're like, my weight wasn't budging or I'm I'm feeling like sluggish or whatever it is. There's all these little symptoms. And like Peg said in the intro, your 
initial consultation where you sat down and had a question, like I had told you, I had been looking for a functional doctor for years and hadn't found somebody that was asking those questions that really was getting to the root cause of why I was, even though I'm doing all of the things by the books, like feeding myself well, exercising, getting good sleep, it still wasn't working to what, how I wanted to feel like my optimal health. And you brought in this piece where you're asking me about my personal life. You're asking me about stress. You're asking about all these other things that most doctors were not at, well, any doctors were not asking me truly. <laughs> and I'm just so curious, like how coming from like emergency medicine and then how did you discover functional medicine? What was this journey looking like for you? So, yeah, you know, I was trained in EER and I was doing it in Dallas. I was maybe my third or fourth year out of residency, you know, working and, and I was just so disenchanted with the whole thing. I was, it was a very weird moment. I showed up to work and I sat down and I was like, what the hell am I doing? This is not what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. And it was a weird thing. Like I just got out of all this work and training and, and I felt so flat. Like I just saw the same people coming in over and over and over list of medicines getting longer and longer. I'm just pushing pills and treating symptoms and not figuring out what's wrong. And it was just a big, I always talk about this, like the aha moment that people have where I got to figure something else out. This is not my path at all. Mm -hmm. So I started looking around and kind of reading and, you know, what are all other ways of healing people and alternative methods and things. And, you know, make some phone calls, talk to people. And I find my way into the functional medicine I didn't know existed. And so I went and I was, I went to the first functional medicine meeting and went and checked it out. And I was sitting there in the audience and I was like, the clouds parted, lights shine down from above. And I was like, this is it. This is where I'm supposed to do. It was the most amazing freaking feeling ever to know your path, what you're supposed to do with your path. Because I hear that so many times from people. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with myself. This is not my passion. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And we have a lot of conversation about that, but to find it is just so powerful. And, you know, I like you, what Peg was just saying, all this training and stuff I did, I did all that. And it was just uh, awesome. And, and it continues to evolve. You know, I keep moving into new directions and expanding um, how I treat people and working on the mind, body, spirit. You know, that's my three prong approach now and for a couple of years. And, which is even different from normal functional medicine docs don't do that. So, um, it was, uh, it was a gutsy thing to do and try. And, you know, I could have stayed in the ER and, but no, you just have to, you, you, people have to follow your heart always and follow that passion and follow what's going to drive you and make you happy. You know, too many people are stuck on this journey of, of, of the treadmill, you know, I'm stuck on the treadmill, the hamster wheel. Or climbing the ladder. Or just like yeah. climbing the ladder up, but they don't know what what is up there getting them to. Or just even like you just get caught in the motion of like this hamster wheel of your life is just you're just doing to do. You're not really paying attention or aware of why you're doing this or what's happening, you know? Yeah. And I, I just I love that you, you know, you are doing something so different from even functional doctors. That spirituality piece that you bring into mm -hmm. it and like when I first came to you trying to figure out what was going on with me and you're asking me questions about my relationship. You're talking to me about like, what does my practice look like? What is my connection to my spirit, to this higher being that 
science is now showing and proving that that is real. Like it's tangible. It's no more this esoteric woo woo thing. Like we're proving the importance of that connection. Yes, yeah, right. That's right. It's it's probably the biggest piece actually in people's health. I'm learning that the way people think and their spirituality, and it doesn't mean religion per se, it can, but it more is more what you said. It's your connection to you and who you are as a human. And are you growing? Are you expanding and uh, enjoying this ride that you're on in life? Because you just said you get the hamster wheel going and you miss the game, man. You're, look, life is not about working and making money and getting married, having kids and keep working and buy a bunch of crap and then you die. What's that? That's not life. The life is the journey, the experiences, the feelings, the emotions, the it's everyday stuff that we just kind of blow off that you better be paying attention to. It's being present. So if you can get people to see that and start thinking in a more um, self-growing way, in addition to working on changing patterns of negative thinking, because we're learning that negative thinking is creating illness you know your brain will make you sick your brain can heal you your brain can make you sick so people we work like you said we work a lot on like how you think what do you think about yourself how do you perceive your reality your con your your conscious thoughts and your past and what you've been through the traumas let's work on that um and look at the patterns you're stuck in because people don't even know that they're thinking these things but your body and your cells feel these negative emotions and start to create illness that's like i think that's what I found so amazing about your initial consult is like you really take the time to get to know your patients, to get to know what else is going on in your life. Yeah, this this one symptom or this this issue that you're coming to me about is important, but I want to know everything else that's going on. Yeah. And when we had that conversation where we kind of revisited my blood work and all of this stuff and it showed that I had severe mold toxicity, um, you were looking at me and you were talking and you're like, what about that moldy relationship in your life? And it just like <laughs> stuck, struck me of like, oh my God. Yes. Like your body manifests these things to help you move out of what is no longer serving you. And yeah. that is so real. And when you said it, it was like this click of like, all right, I can heal this. I can let this go. I can move on. We can really move on with your life. And it sounds ridiculous, but truly, I mean, I felt a change in three months of something that is very severe healing and, you know, just shifting other things in your life. Mm -hmm. Good. See? And it's, yeah, it's amazing. I think what you're doing and what, what you are bringing into medicine is so the direction that we need to be going. Yes, exactly. So can we talk a little bit about that? Because not everybody knows exactly what is functional medicine. How does it differ from, let's say, Western medicine that they're using? Yeah, that's a good point. So look, Western medicine has its place. There's no question. It does have its place. It saves lives every day. It's not, I'm not trashing it at all. Mm -hmm. Um. But where it fails us is it fails us in most situations, which is it waits till you get sick kind of thing. Let's wait till you get sick, then treat you. Oh, and then when you get sick, let's throw a pill in your mouth and let's cover up a symptom. So you're depressed, pill. Reflux, here's another pill. You got cholesterol that's high, let's take another pill. 
you're just covering up a symptom. You're not going for the root cause of why you have those problems. So functional medicine looks for the root cause. It's the why. It's where's the fire burning? Put the fire out and symptoms go away. And so that's the key cornerstone of the, the way we approach people. And when you get treatment plan, it's like just for you. It only works for your body. What it shows me and tells me, it's not going to work for your sister or your brother. And the big part of it I love is uh, optimizing the health. We're going to make sure that, yeah, I'm going to help you with what you got on paper here, what's wrong, but I want to make sure all these other things I'm thinking about are firing and we look at preventative things, uh, anti-aging things, et cetera, so that your body is killing it and you're just like clicking, firing. You're going to live a nice, long, healthy life, enjoy the ride and you know get what you can out of this, this journey. So it's, um, and then we work on, you know, I work on the mind, body, and the spirit. So we're going to talk about who you are and how you think, like we just talked about. But, but functional medicine is also looking into a lot of things that you don't even think about or doctors don't even approach, and that's your lifestyle. So we go back and we go back to the beginning. Where were you born? How were you born? Were you sick a lot? A lot of antibiotics. Any exposure to toxins? Have you ever got knocked unconscious? You know, what, how are you eating? What are you eating? When are you eating it? Are you exercising? What's your sleep like? How do you handle stress? You know, what's your energy pattern like throughout the day? Have you had any fillings in your mouth, root canals? We go through everything about you and the whole journey of your life. Because when I know you up and down, inside out, I have the best way to approach getting you better. And um, it's, it's like no other. It's really amazing. It's not putting you in a box, giving you a pill like we are taught. And I was taught that way. It's just a system and the system sucks. It's broken, but it's changing because people like you are waking up and patients and the public are like, um, you know, trying new things now. They're sick of waiting. They're taking control of their health, which is amazing. Instead of waiting to get sick, they're taking control. Go to their doctor and say, hey, you know, I tried this supplement. I tried this nutrient. I tried this acupuncture. I tried this energy work. And I tried this, that, you know what? I feel better. I feel better. I don't really need your pill anymore. And doctors are like scratching their head going, okay, well, something worked. Then they start opening their mind to, okay, well, this actually helped this person. So let's look into this. And they start opening their mind and they start using that modality in their patients and they remember it. So we're starting to see an expansion of this world into the Western world. Thank God, finally. Mm. You know, so like I'm seeing docs like send patients to get acupuncture. That used to never happen. They're doing Reiki in, in the OB-GYN wards. They're doing all kinds of stuff now. So yeah. it's, uh, it's worming its way in. And you're right. You know, it's going to start to change the way. It's going to definitely change it. You need both. But, you know, it, if you have both, it's going to be perfect. So you mentioned quite a few things. Food definitely is a big one. Obviously, Megan and I are huge proponents of food and how it affects your health. A lot of people still don't make the connection. You know, they don't make the connection of the sugar. They don't make the connection of inflammation in my body relates to what I'm being put, what I'm putting in my mouth. Yes. You know, what's your feelings about when you're seeing someone that has that disconnect? What are you sharing with them about the food and this part of functional medicine? Uh, you know, I was just talking about this yesterday to a patient. I think that yeah, it's probably the most important, one of the top three things that you have to do is what you put in your mouth. It is insane 
how you will heal if you eat the right way. And it's insane how good you feel when you eat the right way. And it's listening to your body, what resonates with you, educating yourself, learning from people like you guys on how to eat, when to eat, and what to eat. It is incredible. I mean, seriously, um, like I remember for the Super Bowl that day, I, I just ate like total shit. And I just was, and I, the next day I felt horrible. And I was like, oh my God, this is what, I kind of ate like the normal public. And this is what they feel like every day. <laughs> you know, it's like, you yeah. feel how bad everybody feels. Relating. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's insane, seriously. And um, that's why we do so much work on nutrition and learning what to eat. And I think that um, everything on this planet is here for a reason for us to eat and put in our bodies. That's just my opinion. Um, so I do like plant-heavy diets where you're having, I like 30, 30% animal protein, 70% plants, maybe 80, 20 for some people. That, that kind of, that kind of balance, but everything's on like, you know, even red meat, fish, chicken, everything. So it's all about balance and getting good quality nutrients, making sure it's organic, making sure it's clean, super clean water, hydration. You know, the rule of thumb is drink half your body weight in ounces a day. A 200 pound man needs a hundred ounces of water a day minimum. Or if you're sweating, uh, never drink water with your meals, by the way, because you're just diluting your digestive enzymes. Just have a couple swallows and call it a day. You go to restaurants, you're constantly filling up your water every five seconds. Just don't, don't even go there. So um, we teach all these little tricks about uh, to maximize digestion, maximize gut health, maximize nutrient absorption, getting good quality food, you know. So, um, you know, thank God there's people like you guys out there to teach this to people because it can make you better. Like going gluten free, dairy free, low sugar, all that stuff. You know, it's important. Right. Well, that's like what our you know our whole reset that we do. You know, all these times a year is getting people to understand which food works best in your body, and like you do this test that actually shows people what they need to steer clear of, and it's not always forever. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not forever. I love how you said too. You know, it really is all about this bio-individuality, like how you're talking about with every body is different. So every treatment or every recommendation for healing is going to be different for different people depending on your genes. And I really love that, like depending on your gut health, your, your own DNA structure, like what works for me is different for my mom even, you know, like, yeah. and understanding that, um, that piece of, I love how you said that you're like very generalized principle of what you, you recommend with 70% plant-based, 30% animal or protein, you know, that I think is good understanding for people to see like, what is that balance in your life? What is that your diet kind of consisting of, um, in a general sense? Because I think a lot of people, like you said, you know, we're used to this. We've been so used to being given a pill being given, this is how everyone should eat. I mean, you look at the standard American diet, like what they're recommending. And like you said, you know, it is changing and it's evolving, but that standard American diet is still pretty grain heavy, dairy heavy. You look at all these things and what you're saying is being aware of where you're getting those nutrients from. Yeah. That's right. the food pyramid. You know, the government puts out this food pyramid. Yeah. It's upside down. It's so upside down. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's it true. Is. 
Yeah, grains are gnarly. They're they're not good for you. Yeah. They're inflammatory. Exactly. Minimize them. And so, you know, people hear a lot about inflammation. What's your, you know, way to explain inflammation in the body? So, uh, you know, it's kind of a loaded question. There's a lot of reasons why you can get okay. inflamed, but part of it is, you know, kind of what we just talked about is your diet. There are lots of inflammatory foods, like you just mentioned, the sugars, the processed foods, the canned foods, the stuff in boxes, the, the, the sugars, the grains, the some sweeteners, there's all kinds of stuff that you can, when you eat them, they create an, a reaction in the body that releases these cytokines, we call them, that are inflammatory and they kind of irritate the system, the body. So one of the things we always see is you've heard of, it's a common term you hear, I call leaky gut. So what that means to, if you don't know what that means, this is real life. Now there's only one cell separating the gut inside of your gut and your bloodstream. So when you imagine you have a wall of bricks all mortared together end to end, that's, those are the cells above it's the gut below is the bloodstream. Well, nutrients are supposed to go through the top of the brick, through the other side of the brick, into the bloodstream, through the cell. But leaky gut means the mortar holding the bricks together is missing on lots of areas. Now there's big gaps. And instead of going through the brick slash cell, it's going around it into the body, into the bloodstream. So you're getting food particles, anything you put in your mouth, food particles, coloring, dyes, molds, pesticides, herbicides, insecticides, plastic, you name it. And it gets into the body, in the bloodstream, I mean. And your immune system sees this and is like, what the hell is all of this doing in here? This is not supposed to be here. These are foreign invaders. I got to make an antibody to you and 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 you. And it gets overwhelmed. And that immune system that gets overwhelmed like that, that creates an inflammatory state. And that's what makes you sick. And that's what can create an autoimmune disease because your immune system's so revved up for so long, it starts to get confused and attacks you on accident. And you start to get Hashimoto's or lupus or multiple sclerosis or other autoimmune problems. So it's almost like the same process, the feeling of like when you get a virus, when you have the flu, you have that body aches, tired kind of thing. It's like, it's just the same exact pathway almost, but it's not to that degree. It's not that bad. You don't feel as terrible, but it's a similar thing. And that's what's happening to you. So that with stress and poor sleep creates inflammation. You know, it's, um, it's, it's a, lots of different bombs at you that create this inflammatory state. So, you know, we'll do blood work and check you out and we'll heal your gut. We'll, we'll give you special ways to heal it. We'll get you off of those foods that the test you're talking about is a food sensitivity test that will see which ones are really upsetting your immune system and revving it up. And we'll remove those foods for 12 weeks. And we'll work on patching up the gut and we'll, and you feel so much better when everything starts to cool off. We use nutrients to get your immune system to kind of chill out and calm down and get off of you and kind of relax. So that's why, that's why I always check the ANA. The, the ANA test is an important test that you guys should ask your doctor to run. ANA with reflex and ANA is a marker for, for immune, autoimmune issues. Be able to pick up an autoimmune disease two, five, seven, ten years ahead of time. If you can just check your ANA and if it's positive, it doesn't mean you have one per se. It means you have what we call an autoimmune spectrum where your immune system's kind of interested in you. It's kind of starting to think about getting on you. So that's how I tell patients, so let's get to work. And I've had ANAs become negative after we start working on people. So it's a really important thing to look into. And diet's a huge part of it by far. 
hundred percent. I had a client say to me the other day, you know, all of a sudden I'm eating nuts and um, I'm feeling really, you know, bloated or things like that. And I'm like, well, are you drinking, you know, a nut milk? Are you eating nuts? Are you putting nuts, you know? And when we continue to eat the same foods over and over again without adding, having more variety, we can also create that same. Um, That's right. An allergen or sensitivities. A sensitivity. Yeah. Sensitivity. So true. To a food. Like I remember back in the day, people go, well, I eat oatmeal every single day. Uh-huh. And now I can't eat oatmeal. Well, right. You're right. If you eat the same thing every day, your body has a higher chance of getting sensitive to that. And it's going to make you feel bad. Yeah. So you need to have a lot of different foods in your, in your arsenal okay. as much as you can. But humans are pattern people. We're stuck in patterns. We like that pattern type of, it's hard for some people to get out of that mindset, you know? Well, and it's easy. It's convenient. I know what I'm going to eat when I wake up. I know what I'm going to do, you know? And, and I see yeah. that. I see that within, you know, just my own family that, you know, it's like, it, it's easy. I know what I'm going to have. And so it's convenient when I've got all this other shit that I got to get going with today. I want to make it simple for myself. Yeah. So, all right. True. So food matters, people. Food matters. I mean, you're hearing it right now. <laughs> it totally does. Don't think yeah. not. And especially moms today, you know, the, your kid cries because it wants, you know, this food. It's like, you know, you're the king or the queen in your court. Yeah, you can have those fun foods every now and then. But if you're starting your kids out young and you're modeling this behavior of better eating, healthier eating, and, um, you know, still having treats every now and then, it's like, okay, but they're better for you. It's like you're going to create kids that actually are going to grow into healthier human beings and have healthier habits. Don't fall prey to what everyone else is doing. Listen to your gut. Listen to your own intuition. Yeah, good point. Well, I think it's so important to, you know, talking about that too, mom. Like you, you, there's all these documentaries like Game Changers and like plant-based or keto or there's all these diets and these trends of how to be eating. But I love what you keep bringing up, Dr. Lekos, is that everybody is different. What is a sensitivity at one point can change. And it's depending on listening to your body. I know personally, I was vegetarian for five years and towards the end of it, my hair was falling out. I was craving a lot of sugar. I was starting to feel that this way that I thought was the healthy in quotes way of of eating wasn't serving me. And I was dreaming about burgers. I was craving (laughs) meat. It's crazy. But, but your body's telling you like, something needs change. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So you're right. You do. It resonates with you. Look, being vegetarian or vegan for some people is amazing for them. And, ha- you know, that's fine. But I don't think it's one of the better ways to live. I just don't see the balance. I do testing on people and the vegan vegetarian population, you know, they, they tend to have really low B vitamins. They tend to have very low ferritin levels because they don't eat red meat. It's a different form of iron that's in red meat than in the vegetables. So what we see is low ferritin levels. Now, what that means is iron gets stored as ferritin. And ferritin is how you get your thyroid into your cell. This thyroid piggybacks on top of it to get in. So I see a lot of girls with low thyroid symptoms, but their blood work on their thyroid looks perfect. 
and their ferritin is in the trash, super low. So their thyroid is just kind of not really getting in and doing anything. So I get these young girls in their 20s, their hair is coming out, they can't lose weight, they're cold, they have all the symptoms of a thyroid. But if you went to the doctor, they'd say, oh, you're, well, I don't know, honey, your thyroid looks pretty good, you know? So it's getting the ferritin up, more thyroid penetration inside the cells, boom, symptoms are better. That's seriously, that was my thing. That was something that you talked to me, you're like, hypothyroid, I mean, your thyroid looks fine, but mine, it was the ferritin. And I was telling you, you know, I'm not losing weight. My hair's not growing. I'm I'm not understanding what is going on with this. And I did supplement it, but you, your big thing was you're like, start including some red meat back into your diet. And I can honestly say like, not, not only was it supporting that, but just how I was working out my energy levels, like everything just, I started feeling more satisfied and satiated. Yeah. Good. Yeah, you know, you just for people out there, if you do go to your doctor and ask for a ferritin level, you want your ferritin level to be around 70 if you can do it, at least 60. And a lot of people are nowhere near that, just so you know. So if you're a vegan vegetarian, you're like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing red meat. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I respect you. That's your choice. But you're going to have to take iron supplements and ferritin supplements to keep you healthy. You know, that's the way it has to be. And what do you think about cooking in a cast iron pan? Do you think that helps a lot to? Or do you see that as like oh, for a the, help? For, yeah, for just iron? cooking I in. I yeah. I don't, I actually don't know that. Okay. I don't think yeah. it's the same iron though. I think okay. it's different. Okay. Well, I guess my question too is like about supplements because I think a lot of people are taking a lot of supplements this day, but you know, like what you're saying is depending on your lifestyle choices and what you're healing or something, what is your view on supplements? So I, I try to get the nutrients in you with food. That's the best way, for sure. It's the best way. But I do feel like, you know, as you know, our food is not as nutrient dense as it used to be. The soil's not as rich. It's just kind of crappy and the food's not as great. So I feel like a multivitamin is something that everyone should kind of be on to kind of help this help you get more nutrients instead of on top of your food. So I do think a multi is important. Vitamin D, hands down, everybody's low everybody's low. You go to the doctor, the range is crazy. It's 30 to 100. Why it's 30 to 100, I have no idea. And you go to the doctor and it's 32 and your doctor's like, oh, you're good. No, you're not good. Your D should be between 60 to 80. Why? Because vitamin D needs to be around 50, 55 or so to have its anti-cancer benefits. So let's get it. That's why I have everyone to be at least 60 or higher. And the recommended daily, you know, Allowance for vitamin D is a joke. It's like 200, 400 units. It should be, you should be taking around, you know, 5,000 a day. You know, most people, most of my patients are on 5,000 a day. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some contraindications that people need to, to the doctor about, you know, for sure. Um, it's just a side note. I have to say this, um, you know, I'm telling people stuff on nutrients and supplements. This is not, you know, constitute a replacement for your physician. You got to like talk to them and make sure it's all good. And, Yes. You know, this is take things at your own risk kind of deal. And this is not creating a doctor patient relationship. I have to do the disclaimer thing. hundred <laughs> percent. So. <laughs> no, it's so important. Well, I also think too, you know, you see all these commercials on TV or you see these ads in papers and they're telling you, take this, take this, take this. It's like, again, you need a healthcare professional to run the test, to know what's specifically important for your body, where you're low, where you're high, things yeah. like that, because they're the ones that are going to be your director, you know, they're going to be helping you. You can't make this and do it yourself. 
Yeah, you you know that's true. But saying that, I think it's amazingly important for people to educate themselves on their body. I love talking to people who patients who know what's going on. They they study, they listen to podcasts, they educate, they try stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the best. Yeah. So um, it's both. It's both. It's both. I love you talking about that. I think that's been something that's you know in the past year everyone's been really brought to the forefront is like this sovereignty over yourself, your decisions, taking ownership of your health, yes. taking ownership of not just like, as like, we can go as far like grand as you want with like all the things we experienced in this past year, but like sovereignty over like how you choose to think about situations, how you choose to show up and participate in this world. And I think that's where it's so I love hearing you say it's, it excites you when patients come in and they've done the research because they're taking that first initiative to understand what's going on in my body. I'm no longer just coming and showing up to you being like, tell me what to do. Yeah. Let's work on it together. It's, it was, it's so collaborative now. Yeah, it is. It's much better that way. You get better outcomes for sure. For sure. Because some people come to you, they don't know, they don't even know where their liver is, you know, and they're just they just kind of want you to tell them what to do and they'll, and they do it and they get better. But I do enjoy the the people who are uh, educating themselves on their own bodies and they, they can work together with you. It's much faster. I love it. And that's, I'm seeing more and more of that, which is great. You know, just like you said, in this COVID time, people are, you know, at home more, more podcasts, more education and more, more questions, which is great. It's been good for, for some people in that regard. Well, definitely health has been brought to the forefront with a lot of people. And they're also, because they're home, because they're more like with themselves, they're not distracted by a whole bunch of other stuff, maybe being in an office or going or doing and running. So they're there. So they're more aware of actually listening to their body, noticing pain and tension, and then feeling this to me is like huge, the imbalance, because our bodies give us signals. So when you feel imbalanced and you don't really know what's going on, that's when you're starting to investigate. And a minute ago, we were talking about our thyroid and our thyroid is part of our hormone system and how hormones are these masterful, you know, um, communicators, communicators that when that system hits the toilet, man, you better look out. And so, again, (laughs) that's not something that you're going to be able to do on your own. You need help for that. You know, yeah. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about those hormone imbalances and you know <laughs> what people see with that because that's huge. Yeah, it is. That's a big one. It's definitely, you know, the the saying is like, do we age because our hormones go away? You know, so it's I do do a lot of work on the hormones. Um, you know, especially even women's health. And you know, men go through menopause, as we know, just like you go through menopause. And we lose testosterone and we start to lose our drive and our, 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 I don't know, it's a weird thing that men go through, but it's definitely a real deal. So the men are always poo-pooing it. I'm fine. You know, it's like the whole, the societal thing of like, suck it up, be a man. Don't complain is so sad. And, you know, you're a human being too, and you have to show your emotions and, and feel them, but it's not a sign of weakness. It's actually strength to me. You, you know, if you can cry, if you can vent, if you can purge your feelings and, and be in touch with them, that's a real man to me. Mm. It's not the guy who thinks he's badass and sticks his chest out and I can handle anything. That's not, that's not how I view a real man. So, uh, it's, it's, 
And then the women's side, oh my gosh, it's a huge thing. Um, you're different creatures than we are. You're much more in tune with your body. You're much more um, sensitive. Communicative. Yeah, you're much more. <laughs> and, and so the, you know, from the age of, say, around 35 to 50, there's a, the drop in hormones. So women will lose about 75% of their progesterone from, in that frame. And you'll lose about 35% of your estrogen in that time frame. So you're losing more progesterone than estrogen. And you create this very common phenomenon called estrogen dominance. And estrogen dominance um, creates, you know, what that means is estrogen is too high, progesterone is too low. So you, you get a lot of symptoms from that. You get a lot of PMS symptoms. Your, your, your periods are heavy. Uh, they're longer. You get hot flashes. You're tired. You have a uh, decrease in libido. You get fat and weight gain, weight loss resistance, uh, cramps, headaches, migraines can happen, acne. You get all kinds of uh, fibrocystic breast changes. Uh, and, uh, you know, you do have an increased risk of cancer a bit when your estrogen is too rich. That's why I check those estrogen urine metabolites on all the women I come in, who come in to make sure you're not making the bad metabolite that could cause breast or uterine cancer. And if you are, we could be able to manipulate your body to put it back into homeostasis. So um, it's a super common problem. So we work, we work on like balancing the estrogen and progesterone. We work on why is the estrogen dominant in you? Um, because there's a very common problem called xenoestrogens. Xenoestrogens are chemicals that resemble estrogen. They hit the estrogen receptor and turn it on, and mm. it's not even estrogen. What are xenoestrogens? They're things like BPA. Plastics. Fragrant, yeah. yeah, plastics. Fragrances, perfumes, stuff in shampoos, soaps, detergents, pesticides, herbicides, insecticides, dry cleaning stuff. Soy, eating soy is estrogenic. It's the same thing. Uh, those bleached uh, tampons that women, some women use, they're made of mm. their bleach. That's the same thing. Cleaning so what happens? Yeah, yeah. It's just it just uh, creates this estrogen dominance picture, and what makes it worse is that those chemicals go to the liver, and the liver gets stimulated to make something called sex hormone binding globulin. And this thing, this binding globulin, grabs your testosterone and sticks to it, and doesn't let it be free. So now you don't have any free testosterone in your body, and your sex drive tanks. That's why a lot of women have low sex drive who take the birth control pill because the birth control pill is another type of xenoestrogen. It's a synthetic that raises SHBG, sex hormone binding globulin, binds testosterone, down goes your testosterone, down goes your sex drive. Very common problem I see. So that's why I work a lot about like, well, what are you using on your body? What are you washing your clothes in? Where do you get your dry cleaning done? Da, 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 da. Clean all that up, support your liver to detoxify, and you'll see changes in numbers and you start to feel, oh my God, I feel so much better. So that's one thing. And then diet's a huge thing. Eating lots of crucifers is important. Broccoli, Brussels sprouts, those are huge. Berries, black seeds, um, grapefruit can help. You know, um, Watch out for too much caffeine because caffeine is estrogenic. Uh, keep your stress under control. Uh, so it's, uh, and if needed, we'll use supplements like DIM, D-I-M or sulforaphane. We'll use uh, curcumin a ton. We'll olive oil is amazing. Avocado oil is amazing. Um, and if if you know, if that doesn't fix the problem, we'll actually reach for a bioidentical hormone like bioidentical uh, progesterone to help raise that back up again. 
but it's a game changer. It changes your life. I, I, I'm going to attest to that because it's like, as you age, depending on like, you know, what happens when you age, that's it. I, I've watched myself change through, you know, going from like feeling good and then dipping and then coming back up because yeah. of the bioidenticals that we've, you know, we've used. Well, and I'm curious listening to, because here I am 31 wanting a family, wanting all these things. And, you know, fertility is something that is really, um, can be scary for somebody that's in your thirties. You're not with a partner, but you want to have children. And then hearing about this hormone, is this a part of why they try and say like infertility can be harder for women when they're older? Like are all of these what play into that? It's definitely a part of it. You know, it's the progesterone issue. Like, um, when you get pregnant, progesterone maintains the pregnancy. So having too low progesterone, you, you can lose your pregnancy. And you know, when your hormones are off, it, you, you can be hard to time even when you're ovulating. You don't even know when you're going to be having the chance to get pregnant. So that, no, thank God for ovulation kits and things which can help along the way. But, um, you know, getting older, it does get harder because your hormones get off. And then there's other factors. It's, 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 it's a lot to do with genetics and other things. And autoimmunity, your immune system sometimes can play a problem. With getting pregnant um so I, when people come to me for like oh i want to have a baby i'm like okay let's dive in see what your body looks like let's look at all the heavy metals all the toxins let's clean up your whole life get you super nutrient rich sleeping physically active meditating uh make sure your hormones are all balanced get all this uh the the, the you know, products we use in our life out of your system, out of, out of your, your cupboard and your, your bathroom and all that, then you're ready to go and you're going to have a nice, amazing pregnancy. So, um, it's just getting ready is sometimes more work than others, you know? I love that you talk about and everything you say, this holistic approach. And, you know, again, I can't help, but take note on you saying meditating. I'd really love to talk about your, the impact of spirituality in your practice and talking about that. Cause I know when we started working together, you introduced me to brain FM and binarial beats and yeah. really the importance of that piece. Um, when you start introducing it or why do you find that is so important in your practice? So I love binaural beats. I think it's a biohack into meditation. There's a new one out that I've switched from at brain FM. It's mm -hmm. called, it's called sync tuition, S Y N C T U I T I O N. Sync tuition is, in my opinion, I like it better than Brain FM. Similar technology, but almost like stronger in a way. Okay. So what's cool about it, that app has about 10 years of research behind it. And their data shows that 20 minutes of living, listening to sync tuition is a, the equivalent of around four hours of meditation on your brain. So what happens is you listen to this really cool music and it plays these tones that you can't hear, but your brain does. And your brain starts to sync up with these tones and your, and your brain waves get pulled into theta wave or gamma wave, which is a very meditative place to be. Because sometimes it's hard people meditate, they quit. This sucks, I can't do this, I can't, I can't not think about my grocery list and all the crap I gotta do. And, my, and it's hard to focus and say a mantra or whatever. So this is a way to hack into your mind. You just gotta listen to music, man, that's all you have to do. And so it's just 20 minutes and the effects are, that app is awesome, 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 awesome. I love, I cried so many times. I don't know what happens. And it's not like a bad cry. It's like, um, feel so peaceful and loved and connected and a release. I feel, yeah, I oh, feel yeah. energies around me. I feel weird stuff. It's weird. 
Um, but I'll use that as a modality in the spiritual part because what I'll tell people to do is, okay, you have problem X. I want you to create an intention about solving problem X before you hit play on the butt on the on your on your phone. Then you hit play and you ask for guidance from the other side. Ask for someone you've lost on the other side. Ask for your angels if you want, your spirit guides, whatever you want to call them, the universe to download some stuff to you and just be open, open your heart and let it come in. Pay attention to what comes into you in that time. You have no distractions. You have just, just music and your brain is slowing. So listen to what comes in. It's, tell, it's real. It's telling you what to do. Just feel into it. So I'll use that a lot with problems. And I'll also say, you've been through some trauma. You've been through some bad stuff in your life. This is where you're going to restructure that event. So what I want you to do, listen to it. I want you to go back in time and I want you to replay that, tra that trauma that happened to you. Replay that time your dad told you you were stupid when you gave him your report card. Replay the time you got bullied and everybody laughed at you. Replay the time that your, your mom and dad were fighting and just locked you in the closet. You know, just pick things that really hurt you as a, your, to your soul. And I want you to replay it, but I want you to give it a different ending than what really happened. Give it the ending that you wanted it to be like, what you should have said, how you would have wanted it to go, what you could have done, and give it a good, a good ending. I don't care if you have to get violent or whatever. You, just, you, you make yourself feel like, awesome, this is how it should have gone. So what happens is if you do that over and over and over again with that same event, the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what really happened to you and you just making it up in your head, daydreaming about it. It thinks it's the same thing. So what happens is the brain starts to go, oh, well, I guess that's kind of how it ended in this good way. And the initial event starts to lose its power. It gets smaller and smaller and smaller. It doesn't really have the power over you anymore. And the triggering events in your life that would make you feel that, that same feeling that your spouse might say to you, and you feel triggered, like, oh, there's that feeling. That starts to really go away and you start to heal. And that, because that, oh, there it is again, that trigger you keep getting, it creates this rush of cortisol in your body, a rush of adrenaline and a rush of badness that you don't want in your system. And that crap's running in your head all freaking day, all day long. So it's about stress control, managing your emotions and changing the subconscious. The subconscious mind runs your life 95% of the time. Work on that more than anything. So 20 minutes a day, that's not that hard. You can fit it in. You can fit it in. I love you talking about that because so many people are like, oh, I don't have time or like, what is the point of that? But like what you're saying is these subconscious tra traumas or, or stories that you hold on to are impacting how you respond to stuff in your life every day. And yes. as we know, stress is so important and managing stress and this increase in stress that we have. And like you're talking about this cortisol response and how much cortisol, like, how on edge and that fight or flight we're constantly in. And that is really depleting our immunity. And like for you to say, it's, oh, I don't have time for this. Like that meditation is so important because uh -huh. there's so much stress. Yeah, you're right. And it looks like I always say this all the time, man. Stress is not real. We create it. It's a reaction to life. It's, it's something that happens to you and you're like, you react a certain way. But you know what? You got a choice on how you want to react to that. You can decide, am I going to flip out or am I just going to take, this, take a step back and take, put this into perspective? 
am I, am I dying right now? Am I going to lose somebody I love? Uh, is this going to affect me in, in some kind of way? And you say, usually it's no, you know, it's, it's just some, I got a bad email. My boss bitched me out or whatever, you, you know, just, you have to just put things into perspective because like you said, the elevated cortisol in a chronic long-term every day, you know, it's uh, way of living. It will get you, you will get sick a thousand percent. High cortisol causes anxiety, depression, insomnia, slow thyroid, disease, diabetes. Disease. Yeah, diet. Totally. All the diseases. Dis-ease. Dis-ease. You name it. Everything. But, you know, all those things, the risks you can get from high cortisol are controllable. If you just learn to breathe, take a step back, take breaks throughout your day. All these busy people, I tell you, look, go outside, walk the block every two hours. Breathe, do box breathing, go do meditation, go look at the clouds, go sit in your backyard and amongst the trees, no noise, no phone, just for five minutes. Let your cortisol go down and let those endorphins come up, which are healing and relaxing to you. Yeah. Getting some of those negative ions into our body. Because exactly. wind, yourself. wind, yeah, exactly. The ground. Yeah. I love that we're talking about, you know, this brain and you mention a lot about brain, heart, you know, and we talk a lot about brain, heart, gut connection and, and when things are all clouded up, you know, or when different parts of either the stomach or your gut or your heart is closed and, you know, and then your foggy brain, all of that is cutting off our ability to actually be the person that we want to be. Right. And so by cleaning, cleaning up the gut, opening up the energy centers in our heart and then connecting with this brain, like you're saying, I love, I can't wait. I'm like, uh-huh. when we're done, man, I'm going to go check out this, like, you know, sync, sync, sync tuition. tuition. There you go. That's amazing. Yeah. I think it's really important to, you know, to address like that visualization or that piece of how you would want it to go, mm-hmm. how powerful that can be in healing. You know, you yeah. get how, how unconscious, you know, a lot about what I've learned with meditation, it's developing awareness and awareness of your thoughts. And I think it's really Mm -hmm. this awareness of fear because, you know, especially with COVID and with all these things, this fear of our health, this fear of catching it, this fear of what might not happen. And so you kind of are like, you're so focused on the negative. You're, you're not able to really think about, well, how do you actually want it to go? And I love that you're saying of like taking 20 minutes every day and programming your subconscious to think about how you would want a situation to be visualizing yourself in that state of healing, wellness, happiness, joy, like you create that subconsciously. That's right. And you just said it too, like a, you don't even mention that you, you just did. It's good that you brought that up as all in sync tuition. You can work on healing you. Like you will see yourself at the end of the, at the end of the day there where you're all perfectly healthy, your gut's healthy, whatever's off on your system. See yourself in the most amazing health you could possibly see yourself in and feel what that feels like. Feel how amazing you feel when you feel that way. And, and just stay there in your mind while you're doing intuition. Remember, I'll tell people like, let's just say your gut's messed up. Picture, picture your gut with some kind of blue water running through your gut and it's kind of healing it up, sealing up all the problems, soothing it. Picture blue light on your brain if you're anxious and depressed, healing the brain. We use blue as a healing color or green. Um, and people will visualize these, you know, like your joints got problems in your shoulders. See that cartilage regrowing. See 
you playing tennis again with your shoulder, no pain, whatever it is you want to do. Because you know, you know, you guys know Joe Dispenza. He does tons of Love work with, with, with mind body stuff, you know, and yeah. a lot of good research. He's leading the way. He's awesome. Um, but he, you know, his book, uh, Becoming Supernatural, is something everyone needs to read. He's got great meditations in there. Yep. So that is a part of what you're saying is the connection to the mind, to the body. Your mind, remember you talked about the beginning, your mind will make you sick if you're all negative and all this other junk. Right. But you can heal yourself just as well. It's a huge gun. And that's what I'm really trying to do here is bring awareness to the spiritual mind connection to yourself. And I'll work on your body. I'll take care of the numbers and all that. But you work on the other stuff and you're going to be money. Beautiful. And that's it. I think like that is the beauty of like what it is in terms of what we're trying to achieve. It's like, yes, you need the support to get those numbers up, but it's that responsibility we have to really do it for ourselves, yeah. you know, and it's yeah. coming back to us. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And getting everything in balance and just everything that we've talked about, whether it's, you know, food, we didn't really touch on exercise, but we know that exercise is also another key component, you know, getting yourself movement. But, but just like yeah. you said, going outside, getting, you know, the fresh air every couple hours, moving your body, you know, that's going to have a really big impact. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point, uh, Peg, is that if you want to live forever, sleep and exercise, do those two things well, mm -hmm. you're going to live a long time. Yeah. The effects are insane. Yeah, the sleep. Oh my gosh, it took me forever to get people to understand that sleep is so important. Yeah. And thank God. One. Yeah, number thank God thing. all of the studies are showing that now because again, getting back to the brain, it's the only time our brain gets to detox, you know? Right. And so, and then all of the other organs that have to do their work. But um, you work so much. What? What are fun things I'm curious about you, you know, that keep your life in balance? Like what are, what are some things that you de-stress and, and have you tried some new and exciting <laughs> therapies that would be fun to share? Yeah. Yeah. I do work a lot. And, um, this COVID time has really brought some things to my attention about myself that I didn't even know. And so I was actually missing on life a lot. I was missing out a lot. And, and now I pay attention to life more. I'm super, super hyper-focused on present moments. Whether I'm checking the mail, whether I'm walking into Irwan or whatever, I'm just like soaking it in. And so I'm, being, I'm not missing the game anymore. I'm being present to how I feel inside and what I'm thinking and what's around me. And life has become so freaking rich when you do that. It's so amazing being present. Kind of get rid of all the crap in your life you don't need anymore. I backed off working so hard. I will go almost every single day. I walk down to the park and I will watch the sunset. Mm. And I will sit there and watch the sunset and just be in awe of nature and connect to it the best I can and be grateful for what I have and what I've been through and where I'm at. Um, I've started doing uh, Qigong, uh, which is an uh, amazing modality to decrease stress and raise your energy, raise your vibration. That's uh, a new thing I've gotten into. Uh, doing syntuition, like I mentioned. Um, you know, you know, and I'll take a, a tequila down to the watch the sunset on yes. occasion as well, you know. <laughs> you and Meg. Uh, that's I was like, here's so you gotta have the balance, you know? It's yeah. like what you said, like even how you said in the beginning, like 
enjoying Super Bowl and having that junk food, like you got to do that every now and then because oh, that's part of living. Yeah, don't don't make it stressful. Have, have, have fun still, you know. Oh my yes. god, I yeah. love so. that. Wow. Uh, well, well, I'm so grateful for you. You're so you're such a light in our lives and you've truly helped us tremendously like with our health and just overall wellness. I think you I cannot thank you enough for truly how you've changed my life and I know my oh, parents too. You're so Both welcome. Both of us. Oh my gosh. So much juicy goodness today, you guys. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it's fun stuff. It's so good. So I know. thank you. And for everyone curious, because uh, I think with every person we can talk forever and, and we can do this, but for everyone curious about Dr. Lekos and the magic of empowering functional medicine, he treats patients across the country, you know, with a broad range of everything, whatever you got, you know, that's, that's the fun of what Dr. Lekos can do. And so you can find Dr. Lekos at his website biosfunctionalmedicine.com. He has a wonderful blog. In fact, I love the blog post. The most recent one was why it talked about going gluten-free and why being gluten-free was so important. That's a like really good one. That's an, a recent one. Yeah. Or you can just, you can just go to drlakos.com. I think that they changed it. Doctor, oh, okay. Drlakos.com. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you're also on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, apparently. Okay. <laughs> and you have these great newsletters. You know? I don't know. Do you yeah. have any, do you any, do any like special things that like anything up and coming or just, you're just doing your. I just finished a ton of podcasts. I mean, it's just, they're fun to do. I love to share what I know with people and everybody can see you. And, and my goal is just to create awareness to people about themselves and, and, and empowering them to take their health into their own hands in the mind, body, spirit fashion. And, to live on this earth as, as healthy and vibrant as you can and just enjoy this whole ride and soak it in. Don't ever forget to soak this, this ride in. You get mm -hmm. caught up in too much distraction and it can take you out of why you're really here. You're here to feel and, and enjoy the journey. That's what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And to change the world in some way. You don't have to cure cancer, but you can just, you know, compliment someone, make someone feel good, do something good for somebody else and pay it forward, you know, that's changing the world to me. So doing that makes it worth worthwhile. It really does. So I want to tell you one thing I want to, I want to, uh, I just came up with thinking about with people is I want you to think about when you're on your deathbed and I want you to think about your life and I want you to think about what are you going to think? What questions do you want to answer? How do you want to look at yourself at that moment to know I did it. I lived a kick-ass life, man. I, I really killed it. So start thinking about those questions now so that when you get to that point, you'll be fulfilled. You'll know you did it. You know you, you, you lived the way you wanted to. You did the things you wanted to do with, with who you wanted to do them with. So start thinking about those things. Don't, live, don't get to the end and, and regret and miss it. Oh, my God. Brenda Burchard. He says this, and I think you'll really love this. Oh, I love that guy. Did I live? Did I love? And did I matter? And oh, let me great. tell you, I'm in growth day right now. Tim and I signed up for it, and it's been fantastic. And they talk a lot about what you just said and the importance of when you can embrace death, you'll be able to live life to your fullest. Yeah, absolutely. I loved 
what you just said. Thank you yeah. so much for sharing. Yeah. I also love you saying that because it a lot of times people don't think about that question until they're faced with a very scary situation or with that thought of death, like whether it's a disease or something that's happened to them that makes them think about that or somebody else in their life that then gets them to come to that question yeah. of like what really matters. And I love that like you're empowering people to get there before something negative has to happen. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, it is, it's just, it's an important question. I think Brendan even talks about that, but I've heard him get well, Dave he Hollis talks a lot. just did Dave Hollis just did this whole thing on the growth day. Um, he's one of the coaches and he takes you through this whole exercise, which is like unbelievable. It's, it's so good. About it's that, like, about, about mm -hmm. death of just like really taking your stock right now. What am I doing right now? Is this where I want to be? Is this, you know, and so it goes back to, am I living my life? Am I loving my life? And am I making a difference in other people's yeah. lives? There you go. You know? So it's and huge. that's why we freaking love you so much, Lekos. <laughs> Dr. Lekos. It's like, funny. you seriously are changing the way we think of medicine and we think of healing because that you, what you said, that empowering, that empowerment that we put back into ourselves that we can heal and that you're integrating where we now see this mind, body, spirit connection and mm -hmm. how important that is. And we'll have all of your links in the show notes to this podcast so that people can come find you, come see you, work with you. If yeah. you are able and interested like the magic that dr Lego sprinkles into your life of this healing <laughs> and awareness and empowerment oh we cannot just like recommend you enough thank you oh you're so sweet thank you so much guys you're awesome mm, makes me feel you, good yes <laughs> well, thanks for having me guys appreciate it and i uh, keep doing good work spreading knowledge to people i really appreciate you guys doing these podcasts it's great thank you all right. All right. Have Done. a good rest Bye. of your day. Mwah. We'll Bye. talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank Bye, you. love. You're welcome. Bye. <laughs> Hi, loves. Meg's here. Have you already joined one of our reset programs? If you haven't, maybe you just need a little bit more personalized support for your health goals. Join me for one-on-one -on -one functional medicine coaching sessions. Coaching sessions provide additional support designed specifically to help you detox from stress, excess weight, inflammation, bloat, and all that negative energy out of your life. Healing involves a whole body approach and our Curry Girls Kitchen reset programs and personalized coaching offers just that. Head to currygirlskitchen.com or follow the link in today's show notes to sign up for your free initial 20-minute consult. Let me help you get started on your unique journey to wellness.